out there in podcast line and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insights into the film and we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my two co-hosts maestro and adam say hello guys i'm adam and i'm maestro this week we're watching 2010's the a-team as requested by adam yeah uh, this movie was directed by Joe Carnahan. Joe Carnahan directed The Gray, the movie where Liam Neeson okay. fights wolves. Right. He directed Smoke and Aces. Oh, that was a fun one. And he directed Narc, this movie with Ray Liotta and Jason Patrick, which is bad. You you should you guys should watch it. It's okay. Really badass. Mm-hmm. That so movie weird. has a twist where you're like, holy shit. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, this movie stars Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper, Curtis Rampage Jackson, mm-hmm. Shart. Charlto Copley, Jessica Biel, and Patrick Wilson, amongst others. Yeah. Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A group of Iraq War veterans look to clear their name with the U.S. military, who suspect the four men of committing a crime for which they were framed. I ask this every week. Have you guys ever seen this movie before? Absolutely. Okay. Maestro? Yes, I've seen it several times. This was the first time I ever saw this movie. Was that right? Nice. I didn't watch a lot of A-Team as a kid, the, the TV show. Okay. I only watched it because Mr. T was in it. And, okay. I, and I loved him in Rocky Three, and, ah. ju- and just like in general, just like I liked Mr. T, just in general. Interesting. This, and, is, how, this is how I learned about Mr. T. Okay, was A Team, uh, and I'm like, eh, he's like, he's Mr. T, but I don't I don't really get what's happening here. <laughs> I didn't really care for the show as a kid, and I, I actually haven't seen an episode since I was a kid. Okay, I just know that they're four mercs who are on the run from the military, and they take up they take these different jobs, right? And yeah, so when I saw the trailer for the movie, I'm like, eh, like I was, I wasn't never interested in the show, so okay. I probably was wasn't gonna be interested in the movie. Oh, I loved the show growing up. Okay, I was it was like appointment watching for me. It was it was, it was like that in uh, Bobby's World, <coughs> <laughs> uh, and the, 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 what was the other one? Fucking well, TRL for a little while once I got cable. <laughs> but no, eighteen was huge. I, I used to love it. It's the whole like. uh the, the the Hannibal and Murdoch was my always my favorite because he was the hilarious guy. So no wonder we're friends. Yeah, face face was entertaining, uh, but just also Hannibal's just analytical skills, his planning, and all the characters are pretty good. I, I like I like all the characters and the way they mesh together and how they can make stories. I, I don't remember maybe because I was so young I don't remember it being like repetitive. Like uh, if you like watch House or any of these uh, NCIS shows, there's like a formula. Uh-huh. Like it's gonna it, the first act is this, second act is this, third act is this. I, 18 was always just like, oh yeah, it's, it's all good stuff. Okay, but maybe I was just too young and naive at the time. But I loved the show. So were you watching this when you were in your bubble? Yeah, this is so just, you were allowed to, or this no? is bubble yeah. free. Yeah, there's, there's nothing really bad about this show. I mean, there's, there's but not, they're like, aren't they like killing people and no. shooting people and stuff? I don't think you could kill people on TV back then. Oh, okay. So I mean, I'm sure that people were getting hurt and whatnot, <laughs> but uh, there, there was there was no nudity, there was no like sexual things. Uh-huh. There, there was there was mild violence as much as you can get away with at that time. So this this was this would have passed the uh, censorship that was my my bubble. Okay. You know, hmm. I had no bubble as a kid. Okay. As you could tell from the last episode, I used right. to watch fucking shit like The Giver. Yeah. My, mom, yeah. my mom and grandma were just like, sure, watch it. I don't care. <laughs> my mom got me into horror movies. Okay. She was, she was just like, you want to watch this movie with me? And I'm like seven years old. I'm watching like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre next to her. All right. Cause, and then when I would see my dad on the weekends, my dad was like, 
He's like, we're going to fucking watch what I want to watch. He's like, I'm not going to watch a Disney movie. So he would put on like all the John Carpenter movies. Okay. So my parents like had no bubble or censor for me. They were just like, ah, he's fine. He'll like, he'll turn off out. My wife, on the other hand, she grew up like you, like, oh, you can only watch shows that are family shows. You can only watch this and this and this. Like she grew, she grew up, I'm not saying you grew up sheltered, but she grew up like very, very sheltered. Okay. My parents were just like, oh, he's not going to fucking turn into a serial killer for watching these movies. Yeah. <laughs> but her, my in-laws, they were like, oh, no, you can't watch that because the news said that if you watch violent programming, you could become violent. So you can only watch like wholesome shows. Right. So it's kind of weird that we're married and together because I'm always like, I'm always like, oh, I can't wait to show my kids Big Trouble of China and Escape from New York and all the. And Sarah's like, um, yeah. are you sure you should be showing him that, babe? Yeah, I, I get a little bit of that too sometimes from people about the stuff I let my daughter watch. But I the times have changed so much, and I think there's certain things that uh, you should be sheltered from, but certain mm-hmm. things I think you need to be exposed to uh, in, in little bits at least, yeah, to give you some sort of worldly knowledge of things. It just because you're not watching it doesn't mean it's not there. Yes. And one day it's going to be there in your face and you're not going to know what to do with it. Yes. So it's better to, I guess, watch it in a safe place uh, with with B <laughs> uh, where I can explain certain things if they need explaining. But, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get I get both sides of it and both sides do have merits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just try to use my own discretion as best as possible. IMDb has become a very good friend of mine with, okay. the, uh, with the parents' guide. So I can find out exactly... Oh. All right. I, didn't, I didn't even know they had that. Oh, yeah. They'll tell you. All right. There's uh, nudity. Uh, there is a bare ass in one scene. Okay. That's fine. I can That, that I can deal with. <laughs> if, if the song's not full frontal, there's no like yeah. sex scenes. Uh, there are 14 uses of the F word, 13 uses of the S. Uh, and like, all right, that's too much cursing. Next movie. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very useful as far as what I decide I'll let my daughter watch. What about you, Maestro? Did yeah. you watch the A-Team too, as I watched the TV the series. I wasn't very into it. I wasn't a big fan of BA. Um, more a fan of a Murdoch through the whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I only got to catch it whenever I was like able to because back then we didn't have like TiVo or or plus playback or whatever you want to call it. So for me, it was just whenever I could catch it. And I watched episodes. And then when the movie came out, I'm like, oh, okay. There is a van in this area that is that the 18 van. The black van with that red stripe mm-hmm. on it. They're in in this in this neighborhood, I've I've seen it maybe four times in the past really? couple of years. Yeah, and every time I get super excited, but I can never get my phone out in time to take a picture. <laughs> it's too fast. <laughs> yeah. So as somebody that liked the show, there was a lot of things in the movie that were kind of nods to the show and little like, um, I guess Easter eggs you would call it mm-hmm. that, that just it hit every button. I was like, oh my god. So I I, I like this movie a lot. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, there are things that my spoilers goggles did uh, bring to my attention that I probably wouldn't have thought too much about, but had to now. But, but oh, yeah. does it get a bump? The, what do you mean? Like when you see something, you're like, no, that no, that shouldn't happen. Like, does it? it yeah, yeah. Like if you watch a Bruce Willis movie, you're like, but it's still Bruce Willis. It's yeah, fine. yeah. That, it, pretty much, yeah. Same kind of category. Okay. Like that? No, that can't happen. But for the sake of this movie, <laughs> fine, I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right so the uh the opening this, this is, a, this is the, the way that this opened i think was a good introduction to uh-huh. all the characters uh we see now here's here's the thing i re- i do remember from the tv show they would say on the run from the military the, like yeah. they, they give you like a quick yeah like they're on the run they're mercs yeah boom they're in a new town 
when we're telling the story from here. Yes. So they turned that 30 second intro into like a 40 minute intro. No, the whole scene in Mexico. It's the entire movie. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But what I'm saying is like, is like, oh, I see what you're saying. What I'm saying is you could have learned from 30 seconds from the show what what this whole two hours explained to you. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, they throw you the fucking thirty second thing at the end. Well, th- well, this is an origin story. That's I know what, that's what this is. I know, I know. So, so it, it's just it, it was it was fun to see them become what eventually I watched on TV all the time. Uh huh. So it's like this is this is how they started off. This is how the team got assembled, and this is why they are now on the run and Mercs. And uh, if you can find them, and if you can pay them, or, uh, was B. A. Baracus a pacifist in the show? I don't remember. That, or did they point to that? I don't remember that. That that seemed. I feel like that was in some of the episodes. I don't think it was in all of them, but I, I that rang true somehow. I, like okay. I don't remember the too many details about the show. Uh-huh. I remember loving it and all and all the good stuff about it. Yeah. And there were parts of the of, of this movie that were kind of like, oh yeah, that's from the show. Oh yeah, that's from the show. And that seemed to fit somehow. Like, but I can't I can't place how or why. But I, I think he was kind of not as violent as the rest of them. Okay. Or not as quick to kill, anyway. You punch <laughs> people out all day. Fine. Yeah. That's his, that's his thing. But, yeah. So the, the, the opening is we, we open up on, a, on, on Hannibal being held. Who's played by Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yes. Uh, he's, he's being held. He's being, like, semi-tortured. And uh, he ends up escaping. And it, it, was, it was a fun little scene because they... they, they it, He's pretty much he's handcuffed to a chair. He's being mm-hmm. threatened. The dog's going to kill him. He gets out of the chair. He he he, he does a uh, the move from Event Horizon where he just disappears into the blackness. Uh, I am home. <laughs> that was a uh, Doctor Grant. Where we're going? Yeah, you don't need eyes. Right. The dogs come in, and then the dogs leave handcuffed, and then uh, <laughs> then you see the lighting of the cig- of the cigar, which which was a staple for Hannibal. He was always he always had a cigar in his mouth. So that that was a nice little like boom. Oh, that's Hannibal. He's got the cigar. It comes out, and. Uh, yeah, so so what, what, pretty much he, he he had the pin for the gun, his gun in his mouth. That's how he got out of the handcuffs. Put the pin in the gun, and that's how pretty much he ended up escaping. And then we introduced the face, which, god damn it, so awesome. Bradley Cooper is, is the best person that could have played face. Really, I I, I absolutely think so because he's he's, he's 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 way too goddamn good looking mm-hmm. and charming and everything is like. And that's <laughs> is that why he's called Face? Yeah, it's because he's handsome. Yes, okay. absolutely. He's a front man, basically. Yeah, okay. he's 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 the con man. He's the the what, what do you call it? The con. He's the guy they put in the into the mix to get the things. He's a spy, right? Yeah, he's 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 always the 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 guy to convince the mostly chicks of uh, <laughs> what he needs to get. And so we we open up on him who apparently was having an affair with some like drug lord's uh, wife. Well, he we find out he's a general. Yeah, in the in the Mexican army. Right, which is pretty much a drug lord. Yeah, they have him. <laughs> they have him. They have, they have him in like in tires. Yeah, and they're gonna burn him alive. Right, and, and, he, and he's still smart, being a smart ass about everything. And he's counting on Hannibal finding him. Yeah, that that is the one thing about this movie that, that did bother me the the way that the timing worked out for every single thing. You, yep. And I knew that was going to be a big complaint for you. Oh yeah, I hate when movies yeah. when they factor in every where where either we factored in every single variable. This plan is completely foolproof, mm-hmm. or no variables show up and a plan is executed. So when when they go on their mission in Iraq to steal the plates, yeah, when Baracus's job is just to uh, 
drive the bike under the the thing. Yeah, they don't factor in. Oh, what if they're running a little late? Oh, what if this happens? No, yeah. no, fuck it, we're doing it, and it's happening. Right. That's my one complaint with movies. But but that's that's the whole genius of Hannibal, though. That, that, that's yeah, I know, I know. He's, I know. he's like a he's like a super mastermind chess uh-huh. player. And that's why he's the leader of this team. Yeah. And that's, that's his line. I love it when a planet comes together. He said, he said that in every single episode of the TV show. So good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many feels. Yeah, so Face is pretty much, um, he's about to get lit on fire. And then, uh, at the time, we see, we also get a cut of Baracus for the first time, where, uh, I guess he's, he's, he's a car thief now. Yeah, he's, he's pretty much, he's, I think he's, he owes somebody money. And he's repaying his debt by doing jobs for them, mm-hmm. and in order to get his his, his baby back, his uh... yeah. So he steals cars and puts them into a chop shop, and that he, by doing those jobs, he gets his baby back. Yeah, baby back, baby back. Is that ribs? Is his baby the van? That's the van, absolutely. Okay. And uh, and uh, Rampage Jackson, the UFC fighter, he plays Barakas. He has on his left hand pity, yep. and on right it's full. Yes. It makes a lot of good sense too, because like you, you use your left hand because he's like he's a he's standard right, mm-hmm. right? So he hits people that he just pities them, and then when he, <laughs> and then when he really thinks, oh well, yeah, because your stronger hand is your right hand. Yeah, so he, so one of the people he hits with the right hand is with a fool. That's basically ready. Well, I, I think that's what I got. Oh, when okay. I first saw that. I'm like, oh, that makes complete sense. Now this is just a nod to BA to uh, Mr. T. Yeah. I pity the fool. Yeah, that's fine. He he did, he did a okay job at, for what he was supposed to do. I think for him not being an actor, yeah, for him not being an actor, but for him playing Mr. T, he he, he nailed that. Okay, okay. He, he was he was definitely yeah. the Mr. T character with all the fools and and every and everything that he was, the way that he talked was kind of like yeah, he pretty much you you embodied Mr. T for mm-hmm. for this role. Uh, that being said. I didn't like that too much <laughs> because it seemed unrealistic. Okay, and and it seemed like you're you're trying to be too much of a carbon copy of the guy that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Whereas everyone else kind of had a little bit of intricacies that kind of made him a little bit different. But I mean, they, they all fit the mold. But he was like an exact fit to the mold. Okay, which was a little like, all right, I get it. <laughs> Back in the uh, what the eighties, nineties, when the A team came out, for someone to talk that way made sense. Two thousands, can't nobody talks about. That. You can't do that anymore. But other than that, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about it is, is a lot of what he did in the very beginning made sense, what you're saying. But towards the, towards the rest of the movie, that changed a lot, though. But he still had the same cadence, though. I think I think that's what it was. Just the way that he spoke. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, because it was it was too much like Mr. T. But that, people still talk like that, though, Adam. Yeah, but uh, I, I just I don't see it in his character. I don't know. It's a weird. Because, it's a weird thing. All right. It doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. A lot. So it's sense. an Adam thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Completely doesn't make sense unless it's in your head. Right. So he. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So he he gets he pretty much steals his car from these people. He's like, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore. He beats everybody up, and he gets in his car. He's driving away, and this is when he runs into Hannibal, uh, which is just like walking. Uh, he's he's on his way to go save face, and happens upon Ba. They have an exchange. He shoots him in the arm. Uh, he's okay with that because they're Marines. Okay. So <laughs> if he's a master tac- tactician, yeah. was this part of his plan all along for someone to drive by and he stops him? No. Unclear. Because the whole time, Bradley Cooper's like, in his mind, he's like, oh, he'll be here. Yeah. I- I'm going to distract this general by yeah. talking shit to him. Yep. Pretty much. Well, this is the thing about though. He, he said in the, in, the, in the van, he said that... I have to save my friend, and it just so happens you come across at the perfect time, and you're also a ranger. Mm-hmm. It's he's saying that like 
his plan had a had a problem there, but because this came through, everything's going to work mm-hmm. out. Right. They're both did, Army Rangers, and yeah. you find out that B.A. Baracus was dishonorably discharged. Mm-hmm. Some bullshit. I, I did. I, I, <laughs> I did find it a little weird that within five minutes of him being shot in the arm by Hannibal, now they're like, "Yeah, ride or die, ride or die, bro. Mm-hmm. I got you." It's a little. It's in uh, in like, I guess in the military um, background, you really have a code of honor. Amongst every of your people in your platoon, people everywhere in your group, everything like mm-hmm. that. So it goes farther than brotherhood, really. Yeah, I understand that, but I, how far does that? I feel like it wouldn't take you far enough to you shoot me in the arm, and now oh, we're brothers. So okay, maybe because think- Hannibal is a colonel, so he outranks. Oh, him. that's right, that's right. Because BA had heard about Hannibal before yeah. this. That's what it was. Fine. And, and also because he was more angry that Hannibal had shot him in the van than actually shot yeah. him. Yeah. I can't be getting shot, fool. We shot in my car. <laughs> fool. <laughs> fool. <laughs> so they get in the car. They come back to Bradley Cooper, who is now about to be lit on fire. Doused in gasoline. Yeah. And he's just he's just loving every second of it because he knows it's over. Like, what is it? Alpha. Mike. Micah. No, Mike. Just Mike. No, I think I'm pretty sure it's Micah. No, it's Mike. It's either Alpha, Mike or Michael. Alpha Mike Foxtrot. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that moment, Van comes up over the ridge. Knocks him over. Hannibal comes out. He's sh- they're shooting. Everybody's shooting everybody. Uh, Hannibal kicks Bradley Cooper. So he's rolling down the hill. <laughs> well, uh, everyone well, else- still in the tires. Yeah. Yeah. They- oh, cause, oh, by the way, the, the way that they found him, uh, they, there was a stack of money that they got from Hannibal, which was laced with a tracker. And as he, as the, as the, as the, uh, general, general. finds a tracker, that's when's like, oh shit. Alpha, Micah, Foxtron. Again with the Micah. Where are you getting this Micah from? Uh, no Micah. It just sounds better that way. I don't know. Anyways. Is it Greek? It's German. German? And it's pronounced Mika. No, the the alpha... And it's a girl's name, too. The military alphabet? Yeah. Mike. Alpha, beta, Charlie... Right. But that's stuff? Part of that's based in Greek, though. No, the words are... Alpha and beta. The Greek letters. Yeah. Right. But the majority is... Okay. Yeah. X-ray. Yeah. Right. Uh, I forgot what the rest were. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not Micah. Okay. It's just Mike. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either way, uh, Van comes over. Insanity ensues. Shooting, killing. Now they're on the run. They, uh, they, they take the daughter. Yeah, they take the they take the daughter, and uh, they're kind of arguing in the car. Like, what was that about? Like, yeah, you were uh, kind of kind of close. Like, yeah, it was all part of the plan. Like, what about the girl? You got too involved again. Like, well, what what, what do you expect from me? Pretty much. Wasn't that the general's wife or his girlfriend yeah. or something? Right. Okay. And the uh, face is like he pulled an audible because of a chick. Shocking. Uh, and then now they're on their way. Now, now they have to go pick up a pilot. So they go to this uh, that hospital. That makes sense. Because face pulled an audible. That's how he got caught. And that's why Hannibal had to. No, that's face got caught. That's oh. why Hannibal had to like, deter yes. from his plan. Right. And that's why uh, BA shows up in that place because it wasn't part of the plan originally. Right. Got it. Oh, it makes sense in the world again. Yeah. They go to the, this mental hospital. Favorite part of the movie. And we, <laughs> we're introduced to Charlotte Copley. Sharita Copley? No, Char- no, that's an L. Oh, damn it. He's from District 9. I don't have my glasses on. Yeah, he's the main guy, right? He's the main guy in District 9. Is that a cartoon? No, no it's an alien one, dude. In South Africa, there's an alien ship that lands in this guy. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. for the government. and he Is that Matt to- Damon? No. no. Shit. That's, that's uh, Elysium. Yeah. Fuck. 
District Nine is a big movie, a huge, yeah. huge box office movie. I like it was, that was, movie. It was a Black Rastafarian dude. Yeah. Okay. He's a Black a, he, movie in most of them. He was like he was like a robot, but uh, or he was a human. There's a mech suit. Yeah. Yeah. He's human, but then he get he they he's they mechanized. they turn him into uh, alien. Okay. He's turning into a, uh, what do they call him? No, the crawfish. Yeah, crawfish. What they, it looks like crawfish. They turned him into oh prawn. Prawn. They're yeah. prawns. Okay. Yeah, he starts turning into a prawn. Anyway, he's Murdoch. All right, I gotta watch that again. I think I remember it's good. It like that, I like it. There's no Matt Damon. What's the cartoon thing I'm thinking about? Or like animation with these little like bags of sack, sand, sand, like like little sand oh, creatures. That's, that's nine. Oh, okay. That's just nine. Yeah, there it is. All oh, makes sense again. Okay, I'm starting to feel crazy. Like, well, how did I get so far off on that? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically, they entered the they entered the hospital to get rid of the girl to give her like papers in order to be free, and also to pick up their helicopter pilot and to fix up BA's arm. Yeah, because he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> Not by the uh, the Mexican cartel, by Hannibal. Because they couldn't shoot them at all. Even with uh, Hannibal in the background with his legs spread wide open, they couldn't even shoot him. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I did A little I bit digress. of a stormtrooper kind of a problem here, but it's fine. So they entered the ward... Um, and they and this is fun. yeah, and Face finds this guy dressed up as a doctor. This happens to be Murdoch, but no one knows that he's not supposed to be a doctor. He's yeah. a patient. Yes. So he's, he's stitching a BA, and uh, at the same time manages to light Bradley Cooper on fire because he's covered in gas. Still, <laughs> is that gasoline? I smell gasoline. Yeah. He's just he's being a perfect Murdoch. Yeah. He's like you're on fire. Yeah. Like, you're, you're dangerous. I like you. <laughs> And then they look at the stitching on B.A.'s arm and it's a lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Did you ask him to do that? <laughs> and then, uh, so I, I guess Hannibal had already talked to the owner of the hospital to get him, to get Murdoch released into his custody. And like, that's, that's fine. He's crazy as shit, but if you want him, he's yours. He's like, he's the best jam pi- uh, chopper pilot we've got. Yeah, he's just a little batshit crazy. Last time he tried to, like, uh, uh, jump a ambulance yeah. by uh, using yeah. a defibrillator. As he was trying to escape, yeah, he tried to jump start a car. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, again, oh, we got to go, but we're Rangers. All right, we're cool. Let's go. So uh, instead of being mad at him for stitching and catching him on fire. Well, they were still mad at him. They yeah, just had to get out of there. Rangers, unite. Uh, <laughs> so then they get out to the helicopter pad. Which is like a, a beat up old like helicopter pad. It, it's a medical transport chopper pretty right. much. Yeah. yeah. And they're being chased by like military choppers. Yeah. Right. Who also are stormtroopers. Right. Yeah. Yes. Stormtroopers. <laughs> they can't hit a thing. Right. So while as they're as they're like <laughs> arguing and bickering back and forth about about how they're about to get out of here, and then they see uh, Murdoch just swing around, seeing uh, bring you back, Brian. Yeah. yeah, you spin me yeah. right round, baby, right round. Chop, orders are good, sir. Yeah, so they start escaping. Uh, they knock over a, a VAC unit, HVAC unit, and it destroys the car, the van, which I thought the, was, was going to be more of the movie. <laughs> kind of disappointed about that, but it's fine. They put it in enough to, like, mm-hmm. gotcha. For the fans? Yeah, for the fans. Uh, the chopper's on its way out. They're escaping. And this is, this is my first major problem with the, 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 my first spoilers entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as they're escaping, uh, they're, they're, they're firing missiles at them and they're using they're flares. They're heat seeking yeah. missiles, right? So the, the, okay, they're out of, they're out of ammo except for their heat seeking missiles. Like, all right. So they're flying away. The heat seeking missiles get fired at them and, and Murdoch, as a way to avoid the heat seeking missiles, turns off the engine because that's producing heat. So if you turn off the engine, no heat. Therefore, the missiles will hit each other because they're heat. 
engines do not cool down <laughs> that fast. The second you turn them off, <laughs> that's like that would never work. <laughs> I don't, you, you had to turn it off for like a couple hours before it was uh, cold enough to avoid the heat-seeking missiles. Uh-huh. So that, I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, that's kind of also pretty cool. The, the, the way that the, the, the chopper went up, it kind of started falling back down and the missiles hit each other. Maybe they're giving off more heat than the, than the helicopter engine. See, the way I was thinking the way it worked was because it changed the direction so, uh, so greatly. Is that word? Yeah. Sure. So, so as it was coming up, the rockets were following him, right? And then as he turned the engines off, he started coming down. In order for the rockets to the the change uh, direction, the first thing they would see is each other. Okay, but they're also flying next to each other the entire trip over there. So why not? Why don't they just hit each other at that point? I, uh, <laughs> you know more about this stuff than I do. Yeah, this is the same concept as uh, was in Triple X. I got a heat-seeking rocket launcher. That guy's uh, smoking a cigarette. Yep. That'll do it. <laughs> Not enough heat. <laughs> even so, I think, even so, I would gloss over on that because, like, everything he was doing beforehand, like he was doing the helicopter loops. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen that happen in a helicopter before. Yeah. That was the first time. I'm like, wow. Do you think Bradley Cooper is strong enough to pull in B.A. Baracus from a helicopter one armed? Yeah. No. No. I'm surprised that's not another spoiler goggle thing. That's a when super- B.A. Baracus flies out. You're like, no uh, way yeah. Bradley Cooper can well, that's assuming, mold him. That's assuming that gravity is taking place in that factor. I mean, like, if... Because <laughs> you know how they're spinning, right? Uh-huh. That means that at some point there's zero Gs. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. that at some point Barack Obama... Barack <laughs> B.A. I'm sorry. It, it, it makes sense. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, uh, at some point he's actually um, uh, weightless, weightless enough. enough to be pulled back in. Maybe. I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. It didn't, it didn't bother me at least. Anyway, maybe I was too distracted by the heat seekers. <laughs> I don't know. His name is Barabbas, right? Baracus. Baracus. I keep on getting it mixed up because I keep on. I keep on hearing it like three different ways. I see. Well, so anyway, the chopper uh, regains his composure. Engines start back up again. They're flying away, and part of Hannibal's plan is keep flying because we're eventually going to get into U.S. airspace, in which, at which point they'll destroy the. People that are following you, mm-hmm. which happened. Yeah, I love when the plan comes together. A-team logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's, that's our intro into the characters. So <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I, I thought it was a great way to introduce everybody's kind of little that things not, that make them who they are. For our show to do the intro, it was a half an hour long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's how long the intro was. Yeah. All right. Well, the rest of you can kind of, I guess, get through it a little by little. Well, pretty much, they this unit has been together for eight years doing Black Ops missions. About 80 of them. 80 missions in over eight years. Yeah. And they got one final mission before they leave Iraq, before the military leaves Iraq. Apparently, the um, the, the, the Saudis have uh, our plates to ma- to forge our uh, bills. Yeah. At, well, uh, at one point, they had the mints and the plates to uh-huh. make money. Uh, we now, what does that mean, the mint? Because when I think of the mint, I think of like it's the it, mint, the building where they no, print it. It's it's the, it's the press. That's what you're oh, trying so, to say. Oh, yeah. So the mint is the press, right? Okay. Mint press plates. Mint is the place. Press is the press is the machine. Plates yeah. are the object. Yes. Okay. Accurate. Well done, Maestro. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So this is exposition. This is so now we're hit with exposition from the general. Yeah. Oh no, from uh, Patrick Wilson Lynch. 
Yeah, Lynch. He's yeah. a CIA agent. Yeah. So this guy doesn't look schlubby like Mark Hamill, who's also a CIA agent in the Guyver. <laughs> like he's, you yeah. know, he's well put together. I would have loved to see Saul Goodman in this role. Oh, Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah, because he's he's the he, he perfect kind of amount of just sliminess, but just like somehow well versed enough in things. Or Giamatti. Oh. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Moving, on. Moving on. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much uh, we need you guys to get in there because your team is the best. Uh, the, we destroyed the, the, the press, but they have enough of it that they can rebuild the press. Uh, they have the, but plates, they have the though, plates, which is the more important the $100 part. bills. Right. And they also printed a billion dollars in cash. Right. So we need you to hijack the cash and the plates and bring it back to me. Right. Jessica Beal, who works for the CIS... NCIS, whatever the fuck the the DOD. investigation yeah unit of the military yeah. is, she shows up and I guess her and Face had a thing yeah and she, oh man she, that would be a power couple yeah. oh my god well she is married to Justin a powerful per, yeah Justin Timberlake is her husband oh oh my god yeah uh, he's no Bradley Cooper though I mean he's a good looking dude but he's no Bradley Cooper I know but yeah. I'm saying like yeah, yeah. that's that she is a power couple in real life right <laughs> oh man. So, so she tells Face, hey, I heard on the grapevine there's these plates. If I were you, I would not pursue them. Right. Oh, by the way, Murdoch is making a steak and burgers. <laughs> With gunpowder. With gunpowder. That's and, what it is? I was like, why the fuck are the yeah, flames yeah. shooting up? Gunpowder and coolant. Yeah. He pretty much, he takes, he, he opens up a shotgun shell uh, and uh-huh. he's sprinkling it on top of the steak. That's what, uh, and then flips it. That's okay. why it explodes. So what, wait, isn't coolant <laughs> bad for you? Yeah. Yes. But it tastes like syrup. That's the, that's the, that's the joke here. Okay. Is he's so fucking crazy that he found a way to make it work somehow. Or yeah. I don't know. He gave face bell palsy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It was only partial paralysis. <laughs> you know what pissed me off in this scene? And I think you guys might appreciate this. Okay. Baracus. Murdoch asks him, how do you want this cooked? And then Baracus says, uh, burn the shit out of mine. I'm like, you fucking pussy. Well done. <laughs> A steak should be medium rare. Yes, absolutely. Or medium the most. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about it, though. What if it's just the outer layer, like the way it's just like super black on the outside, like crispy? Then that would make sense. If if you were pan frying it, you can do that. Uh, Not on a grill. Not on a grill. Mm. The grill will cook it as it needs to be cooked. Yeah. If you're you're doing it in a pan, you can sear the edges to lock in the flavor. Fine. Mm -hmm. On a grill, you're you're, uh, uh, Steve Buscemi in uh, Pulp Fiction. How do you want your How do you want your steak? Oh, bloody, bloody, bloody. as hell or burnt to a crisp? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, burnt to a crisp. Fucking stupid. Five dollar shake. Yeah, a shake. That's five dollars. <laughs> Milk and ice cream. You put bourbon in it or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we get the exposition. Uh, you guys aren't allowed to do that, but you kind of I guess I'll let you. Yeah, know. the military is pulling out of Baghdad. Yeah. So they're like, you're not supposed to be there, but we're gonna run one last mission. Yeah. Where we're going to send you in. But nobody knows about this. But nobody knows about it. Yeah. And then we're introduced to the Black Forest. Yeah. Who's a... Are you familiar with this? In the... Uh, we hire private... Uh, like Listeners? Private... No. But we hire private um, like security firms to help with our military guys. So that's like a real thing. So like... Okay. These guys... So this is pretty much our mercenaries then. Th- yeah. They're our mercs for the military. Right. They They also run like black ops missions for us too. Yeah. But they're mercs hired by the U.S. military. That's why when these guys are facing trial and and Hannibal goes, why isn't Black Forest up here? They're like, Black Forest doesn't face uh, army uh, yeah, they're judicial. Under, they're not under the same regulations. Or yeah. yeah. We're just kind of fucked up because they're doing the same shit as the military, but they're not being regulated. Yeah. Well, kind of like a bank. 
Oh, don't get me started. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So one group is saying, one department is saying, get those plates. The other department's like, you better not get those plates. Right. <laughs> so there's no communication here with these, with this government agencies. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, they got the plates anyway. Mm-hmm. They come up with a plan and, uh, they're, they're, they're strategizing it at the same time that we're, Seeing it happen, mm-hmm. which I, I thought that was, was a cool little tool to like, this is what's going to happen, uh-huh. and then see it also happen in real time. Yeah. So it's like, all right, who, what's that? That's a rock. <laughs> from a, <laughs> Con Air. From, from Con Air, yeah. Same kind of thing. We're like, all right, this is this, this is that. Uh, and then we Sai! Anara. And like, all right. Now, <laughs> Mace we, just shook his head. Now, we find out that uh, the BA has now been traumatized uh-huh. because of the first opening of, scene that we of saw. The helicopter flight. He was Air Force. <laughs> And one flight to play with Murdoch, and he's scared of flying. Yeah, he was a a, a jumper, a paratrooper. Yeah, and now he can't get in a plane or anything there because Murdoch freaked them out. I don't. Know. I feel like if you're like running these secret covert missions, you're gonna get in the air at some point. Yeah, in eighty eight missions, you gotta you gotta be in the air sometime. Right. Or maybe one of those missions that increased his fear of flying was Murdoch over those eighty eight mission eighty missions. No, I think no, he's, it's he's, from that. Yeah, scene we saw. That's, that's what he says. I used to be air trooper and one, one, one day in a plane with you and I'm scared of flying. What kind of pussy ass shit is that? <laughs> or, or something like that, fool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just realized this. B.A. Baracus was dishonorably discharged. Yeah. And they let him back in? I don't think that's how the military works. I, 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 well, Hannibal <laughs> must have a lot of pull. Okay. He, he must be that, that good at his job. Okay. Uh, so now they're, they're trying to, they're laying out the plan. And, and it saying, happens in real time. Yeah. But the whole time they're saying, there's a uh, uh, Murdoch, sorry, uh, you're just air support this time. We're not going to use you. Uh, and we need all these tools. We need airbags. We need blah, blah, blah. So they're going around. They're stealing stuff from different places inside the, their own military unit. I like the scene with the press where Bradley Cooper has that like, French accent. Yeah. And, and, he, and, he, and he, yeah. Kisses, he kisses that French reporter yeah. and she slaps him and they start making out. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So you see everybody doing what they do best. Uh-huh. So you see Face go smooth talking to the reporter to get the credentials. Uh, Murdoch's being there, being the camera, being all weird and uh, just awkward. He does all the mechanic stuff. Yeah. And then now it's time for the actual plan. They, they're going to take out the same as, same as The Rock. Take out the front guy first, then take out the back guy. <laughs> Bam, sandwich. Type of thing. And so they, they take over the, the, the tanker, the semi truck that has the plates and the money in it. And now there's, they get, and they tell Baracus, don't worry. Once we get on the truck, nobody leaves the truck until the mission's over. Like, mm-hmm. all right, good. So no planes. Nobody leaves the truck. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, all right, fine. Good. All right, we got, we got the truck. Get inside of the truck, BA. All right. Then they staple themselves to the outside of the truck. The truck goes over a cliff into the water. They put, uh, airbags on the side so it could float when it hits the water. It that hits, was pretty cool. Yeah, that was great. It hits the water and then here comes uh, here comes Murdoch. You know those crane games that you uh, used to pick it out? It's kind of like that. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is that? Is that an airplane? Is that a helicopter? <laughs> what are you doing up there, fool? Is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brox is freaking out. They they attach it to the helicopter. They get it out. They mm-hmm. get back to the LZ. Um, or is it DMZ? No, LZ. What is it? What am I talking about? Uh, LC stands for something. Loading zone? Discovery zone. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. GZ? Ground Zero? Get back to the GZ? Damn it. They get back to headquarters. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and they're all like, all right. You mean HQ? Maybe that's what we're trying to say. No, they're not at the base. They're, they're, um, the general Morrison, to- like, told them to meet me here. So okay. he was, on- he was on the way because Hannibal said Morrison's on his way. Okay. So when they get there, Morrison's car explodes. So yep. the general's dead. He's the only proof that they were authorized to do this mission. Yep. 
at the same time, now the Black Forest shows up and like, oh, we got we got targets. Uh, fuck, getting all the damn well, terms. The truck, the truck contact behind us. Yeah, the truck blows up. Yeah. So the Black Forest guys, Pike is the main like asshole guy of, right. the, of the of the unit. He's Francis. He <laughs> he takes the plates, and they take off. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Uh, in the military, you're not allowed to be a dick to a general, right? If you're Jessica Beale's rank, like I get you're in a different department, yeah, but you still can't talk to a, a a general like that, right? She's like, "Where are they, general? Aren't you supposed to be respectful?" Like, yeah, isn't that why she gets demoted to lieutenant again? Well, no, she gets demoted because she fucked up on the plate mission. I feel like that's just another hidden reason for her to get demoted for. Yeah, attitude. no, her whole mission was to make sure they didn't get the plates. Yeah, and then yeah. they got the plates. So, and bad job. But you know what I'm saying? Like, aren't you taught? Like, if she's like in the military, isn't she taught from the get go? You don't talk to a, a general that way. Yeah, but then also you think she wouldn't get that high in ranking if she wasn't like a strong figure. Oh. So maybe that's part of her character that she doesn't take shit from anybody. That's how she was able to climb the ladder so quick. I know this is a different movie. Remember in A Few Good Men? Yeah. When they get Nicholson on the stand. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Oh, such a great scene. You know what scene I love? It's when they. It's it's before that, and you know they're hitting with all these questions. And he tells Tom Cruise, um, you can address me as Colonel. I believe I have earned it. Yeah. Or I believe I've earned that title. So then uh, Nicholson gives the judge shit. Yeah. He, exactly. goes, he goes, what kind of show are you running down here? And he goes, you can, you will address me as judge or was, Colonel. Yeah. I think I've earned it too, yeah. Colonel. I'm sure I've earned it. Yeah. His eyes get all wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that when I was watching that okay. scene where, where he was saying uh, – um, Despite what you may think, you still address a general with respect. Yeah. Uh, lieutenant or whatever. Yeah. So I thought of that. Okay, I that think, makes sense. I think I've earned it. Yeah. Eyes all wide. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget that facial. because like, that's a weird face to make. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so now they're being court-martialed. They're, they're now uh-huh. on trial. And Hannibal's trying to be the, uh, this is my team. I take full responsibility. And I was like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're a team. We're all going down together if we're going down. And uh, so now that all so Barakas got discharged again yeah. for a second time. Yeah, that's uh, two strikes. <laughs> so they split up the entire group into different uh, areas. Um, yeah, they go to different prisons. Right. Uh, Murdoch's in Germany, I think. and uh, In another mental hospital. We got Hannibal just kind of hanging out, like pretty much keeping his head down, but still servicing. Lynch mm-hmm. comes to visit him. Hey, we... Uh, we got some information for you. He's like, yeah, I got better information. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> you get me out of here. I'll get those plates. All right. You got it. What do you need? I need a cigar. That's going to kill me. It's just supposed to stop. It's his- laced with yeah. a chemical that will put him to sleep. It's the uh, Juliet vaccine. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, so he, he gets put in the incinerator. He wakes up. He gets out. I love that bit. That was good. <laughs> the corner the corner guy's in there, like, just singing a song or whatever. Oh, should that have been G-Modi? The coroner guy? Like the nerdy, uh, like, oh, shucks. Too brief, too brief. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he comes out, he's standing there smoldering. So, 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 so <laughs> the devil walks into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> guy falls over. <laughs> then we cut to face, who is. So what's going on here? He He's getting the fucking Goodfellas treatment. Yes. Like he's getting steak and lobster every day. What's happening here? He, he knows s- how to talk. Dude. He's so smooth, man. He's so smooth. He's smooth enough to get anything he wants. Because when Leo Neeson breaks him out, he says, I was two weeks away from my parole hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he, he's smooth talk anybody. He's so like, his he, whole thing is just he convinced the guards to 
He convinced everything. Get whatever yeah. he wanted. Okay. He's, he's also that's got, what I got confused from. I'm like, well, what's happening? He here? also, I think, has connections from his uh, eight years of doing stuff, so he can call in favor of certain people. Everyone likes him mm. because he makes them like him. So he can just. He has everything. He's, he's got a fucking tanning booth in his room. He's got the big screen TV. Hollywood. He's sleeping with one of the one of the chicks that works security, I guess. The lights were red. Yeah, we're <laughs> with the red underwear. Under green. So he goes into his tanning booth, and then he gets hooked up to a car. He gets dragged off to meet Hannibal. And Jesus Christ, you're tanned. And, uh, <laughs> so they're talking. All right, here's the plan. All right, what do we got to do? Got to get everybody else out of there. Lynch agreed. We'll give you a full pardon. Right. And it gets erased from your record. Jessica Beals on their trail because she got demoted because she fucked up. Right. So she's hot on their trail. Yeah. Finds out. Oh, Hannibal's out. All right. We got to find the rest of these guys. All right. But next update she gets. Faces out. BA's out. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Okay. You. I, this I, must have a say you. Yeah. The BA escape. Yes. So this is where he's a pacifist now. He's reading like the, the Dalai Lama or Gandhi. Gandhi's Gandhi. book, right? Yeah. And then a car pulls up next to him. Yep. Which I feel like they wouldn't have let a car do that. Yeah. I, I they should know. have had like, uh, what I'm saying is they should uh, have had like a police, police escort or yeah. military escort. Anyway, so the license plate, the front one says emergency, emergency, and the back license plate says exit now. Oh yeah, that's it's, right. This is exit now. Yeah, exit now. And he's like, exit now. And then he just jumps up. Yeah, he's like, emergency exit now. Hannibal? <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he runs to the thing and he's going to open it and the guard's like, don't do it, Brockus. And at that, and at they that hook, moment. They, yeah, and then face shoots a, like a, a hook. Grappling hook. Grappling hook. Harpoon grappling. And they rip the door out with, with, with Baracus yeah. attached. Yeah. And they go off. Yeah. That's how they get him. They end up at a coffee shop. He he starts shaving, realizes that he doesn't have the mohawk anymore. They get a little bit confused and concerned because he's now a pacifist. Yeah, but the, but the so part what's your problem? problem? So what's your problem with yeah. this? Yeah, the problem is you have to count on BA seeing that car at the exact moment. <laughs> yes. he, and him putting it together. Right. So because the car first comes up slowly, gives him enough time to read the front license plate, and then speeds up to give him enough time to read the back <laughs> license plate. So he has. You're counting on the fact <laughs> yes. that his line of eyes, his eyesight, uh-huh. is going to drift off at that moment. Hey, there's a car there. Emergency. Hmm. That's weird. Oh, exit now. Oh. You also have to hope he's not reading a book at right. that time. Right. Taking a nap. <laughs> Engaged in a friendly game of craps in the back, or whatever the dice the dice thing is. Yeah. With other inmates. Or maybe they're counting on BA's uh, ADD to like see everything. Yeah, but that's one of the things that. I guess Hannibal knows him well enough that he mm-hmm. planned that in, but it was it was still kind of like that's eh, a little much. Yeah, it's so much of a stretch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they're gonna get Murdoch out. The uh, last one, another favorite part. This, yeah, this this was this this was pretty cool. This is f- very fun. But another problem that I had with this too, though, with the, with the timings and whatnot. It's because all timing. Yeah. So now uh, Murdoch is the last one. Uh, we had Jessica Biel showing up at the so hospital. They're like, let's go to Germany. Yeah. So they get there at the same time. Uh, Murdoch gets a package from uh, John Smith. Or, or or something that sounds like I think it sounds like Hannibal or something I don't, I don't know because his name's Hannibal Smith right yeah yeah so it's like uh An- it was Annabelle that's what yeah, it was Annabelle it was Annabelle right. Smith so he's like it was three D oh. glasses it was a box full of three D glasses because yeah. they're, they're gonna watch a movie and a mo- yeah so a movie in three D glasses he's handing them out and all uh, right so he, I guess he's already tipped off like here we go this is my escape somehow <laughs> don't know how but let's, let's watch this uh huh they get in there uh, Jessica Biel shows up to question Murdoch and he plays catatonic. And uh, then, oh, so excited because the the movie comes on and the theme, the A Team theme comes on, uh-huh. and I just, 
ah, it just it, it, it hits me on the insides, and I just get super excited. It gets him on the outside. <laughs> yeah. The title of the the title of the movie is The Great Escape, mm-hmm. and, and it shows the van, the van. Or no, it's just the Humvee. A van, yeah, yeah. A Humvee in the movie, yeah, approaching towards the camera, which is the screen, right, in three D. Well, they all had the goggles on, uh-huh. and at the moment, the van gets to where it would hit the camera, an actual van crashes through the wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think Marx was like, "So realistic." <laughs> Or something like that. And Everyone's then, like creep, uh, scared, and then all of a sudden they start yelling, "Yeah!" yeah. And then uh, so Murdoch pops up. And he goes, don't, uh, "Don't tell me how the movie ends, guys!" And he gets in the car, and they drive off. And then they are they not, hijack a plane. Yeah, but but as they're driving off, not being pursued by anybody, mm-hmm. it's like, "All right, I guess he escaped." No, they're being pursued, but by gunpoint. And then that's when they get into their cars to chase after him. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they are not in the cars at the time, right? Yeah. yeah, but it seems like to me they they just got they got away. Like nobody really chased them. But that's what they. What are you talking about? They were on the when they were leaving. Well, Jessica Biel's team was yeah. chasing him. They were on. They were. On, they were. Oh on. shit! That's right. I'm I'm confusing parts of the movie. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they they, they chased him to the airport where they hijacked that tra- military transport right plane that has a tank on board. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Beret's BA's like, hey fool, what are you doing? I thought you said no planes, fool. Yeah. So they tried to, they said, this will knock you out. Yeah, so they, you g- they give him a pill. Like, is this going to knock me out? This better knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this, this is the throwback to the, to the show as well. Cause okay. B- BA did have the fear of flying in, in every episode. Oh. So if there was ever a time where they had to do that, they had to either knock him over the head of the frying pan or they had to, they had to do something <laughs> to knock him unconscious okay. for the trip and to trick him. And then sometimes you wake up on the plane, sometimes you want to wake up until later. And like, what happened? How did we get here so fast? Were we in a plane? Were we in a plane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're in, they're in a plane. They're about to take off. They barely barely miss. <laughs> the Murdoch scenes. The yeah, Murdoch, yeah. Are you going to do that? Go for it. No, you go. You, right. you like it so much. Yeah. So, so B.A. is still kind of freaking out. And Murdoch's just messing with him. He's just like, oh, there's so many buttons. I'm so, getting so confused. He's like, what does this one do? You play on his anxiety, like, oh, I don't know what to do with buttons. He pressed the ignition button. He's like, oh, that's just a lucky guess, I guess. <laughs> well, Adam, you said you had a problem with the timing. Is it, Was it the, the van yeah, breaking the, in yeah, the at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's more timing problems here. Come yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so now, now they get up in the air. Murdoch has a great line, like, uh, there's a little bit of turbulence. Don't worry. Turbulence never took down a plane. Then, beep, beep, beep. What's me. that? Yeah. <laughs> We got some, some drones coming after us. Yeah. Those are Dick Tom planes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Tom planes all the time. <laughs> so great. So he pulls the same maneuver they did with the helicopter back in the first mission. It would do that looping Except thing. he doesn't turn the engine off. This time. No, right. Yeah. yeah. He just outmaneuvers <laughs> the thing. Uh, I think they managed to take down one of the drones. Two. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. I get a human missing the fucking... Helicopter. I, yeah. I get a human behind a gun missing, having the stormtrooper problem. Yeah. But these are drones. These are robots. Shouldn't these things be locked on every single time to hit a target? They are. Yeah. But they're, they're shooting missiles. They're not shooting bullets. I know. But what I'm saying is, shouldn't mm-hmm. a drone, because it's a robot, hit its target more effectively than a human? Yes. Absolutely. So shouldn't they have been shot down much earlier? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, I think maybe they were waiting orders uh, no, no, to go full lethal. No, no, no. I mean, they were trying to take down the plane, but they're using missiles because it's those bullets probably wouldn't have done enough damage. Yeah. So those are heat-seeking oh, missiles. Yeah. Miss- missiles. There is a degree of error. Uh, you can't. You can't know exactly where the missile is going to hit. 
because it's it's big, it's being powered by an engine. Okay. Uh, there, like I said, there's already turbulence in the air, uh, so the missiles can go a little bit off track, and you can okay. help maneuver that. If it was a machine gun, then yeah, it would have taken it down. Yeah, but, they were heat sinking anyways, and he did he deployed the flash grenades so they would right. uh, take the out the first two. Yeah. yeah, take out the first two. Right. So as, as far as eventually the missiles do take down the plane, and then the <laughs> plane explodes. Uh, Jessica Biel's kind of sad about it, and then uh, we see the tank falling. Uh, parachutes lock on. Uh, BA wakes up. What are we doing? <laughs> What's happening here? We're in a tank. What? I thought we were in a plane. Yeah, well, it kind of exploded. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so as they're trying, to, as they're falling down with the parachutes, nice and slow, the drone planes are starting are, are trying to, are instead intercepting and shooting bullets at them. So Face asks uh, Hannibal, "Is it, can we still breathe at this level? Yeah, we're at twenty thousand feet. We still breathe, right? Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Excellent. I'm gonna go like I'll pop open a yeah. I'm gonna pop open a window. <laughs> so he's, so he grabs onto the 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 turret on top of the the, the yeah. tank and starts taking like pops at the at the at the ships. Yeah, this is full on. Um, oh no, Rocket. What's his name? Who? Bradley Cooper in uh Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy. He wasn't in Rocket the Raccoon. Rocket the Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the voice of the Raccoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he his face while he's firing that machine gun is totally Rocket from the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like ah. He's he's firing like he takes down one of the drones and then another one. They're taking out the parachutes, so now things they're starting to fall a little bit. And uh, they only have one one left. But they take out they take out the other drones on the Mm -hmm. process. Yeah, but they're free falling now. Yeah, because their parachutes were shot. Yeah, Yeah. they only have one left. You must one of the parachutes fell. They're they're still being supported by one parachute. Yeah, they have three total. Two got taken out. Right. So you must have been mad with this. No, this was fine. I was was actually okay with this. Yes, because it was it was so awesome. Uh, and and phys- uh, physically, uh, uh, physically, mm-hmm. as far as physics go, I, I can kind of buy this premise a little bit. The firing of the of the cannon. So okay. So basically, as they're falling, they're using the cannon. They're falling vertically. Yeah. Yes. So they're turning the turret of the cannon to fire to propel them in certain directions because they're trying to get towards the lake. Mm-hmm. So, but they're they're not on course to hit the lake. So they're using the cannon to kind of give them little short bursts of boost. Yeah. To get towards where the lake is. What's interesting is how Jessica Biel talks about it. After it's like, well, didn't they, sh- they said that they shut down the tank. What are they, what's yeah. going on there? Like, are they trying to take another drone? <laughs> like, no, they're trying to fa- fly the tank. Yes. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I, you had a problem with that? No, I thought you would. No, 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 no. I, no, I was on board. That was fine. That was, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was, that was that was way too much fun. Wildly unrealistic, I think, but. Based on this crew and based on this movie, how would uh, MythBusters solve that? I don't think they could. <laughs> I don't think they could. No. Well, it'd be impossible to test. <laughs> Somebody's got to give you a tank to drop out of a plane. <laughs> I don't think that's. They can't get that uh, at the salvage yard. <laughs> yeah, but but they do eventually take out the drone with a with the tank and then manage to get it towards the lake. They fall in the lake. Uh, I almost killed an old man. I thought they did. Eh, whatever. What? I thought they killed that old man. Oh yeah, because they landed right next to him in yeah. that little boat. Yeah, well, he, he the boat capsized, and maybe he's too old to swim. Maybe he did die. Who cares? <laughs> the wife enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so now the tank is on way on route to Berlin because uh, Murdoch popped up in the hatch to ask the old lady for directions. Yeah, for directions. <laughs> uh, so now Jessica Biel's going to try to go head him off at the pass, and now they have to come up with a, with a plan. Now that they've officially escaped, so they're mm-hmm. they're pretty much they're on the lam now and pretty much free and clear for all intents and purposes. 
So now they, they need to come up with a plan to get the plates back now. And they're trying to figure out what it is. They, they, based on their intelligence, they have the Arab, which they're trying to track down. The Arab is like the, the broker for, yeah. for Pike uh, and the Black Forest crew and the Arabs. Right. So this mysterious Arab guy who I had a feeling who I, I had a feeling who it was. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Right when I saw him, I'm like, why aren't they showing his face a lot? Oh, must be the general. Okay. Two, two fucking two timing him. Yeah. And I was right. Okay. I, I forgot about that part. Okay. And then, when I was, during this viewing, I'd forgotten about that. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> when the reveal happened. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and so they, they, they track him down to a certain building and they got to go get, they found out the floor. They found out everything they need to find out about him because yeah. Hannibal's got his tentacles everywhere. Well, he had six months to, to prepare for this. Right. That's what he told Lynch. Right. Give me five minutes, I'm good. Give me an hour, I'm great. Give me six months, I'm unbeatable. Mm-hmm. That's a good line. <laughs> uh, so they, they, they have a plan to get him out. They're going to have... Uh, Hannibal's going to come down from the roof to get into the room. BA's going to be support, open up the window, mm-hmm. and I guess do suppressing fire while... Uh, Murdoch is air support. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to catch... This, this, is, this, is, this is crazy as hell. Oh, but- the, the problems with this one? It, it, this is highly logical, but based on, again, based on the characters and based on the way this movie is going already, it's just like, fine. It's okay. Because pretty much they, they, they get the Arab guy, they, they put, attach him to a parachute, throw him out the window. The parachute gets caught by Hannibal from the bottom of the helicopter and they, and to get him out of there. Uh, meanwhile, BA is uh, trying to head off Pike, which is now shooting at Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal loses Once case. again, this guy's supposed to be a badass mercenary, and he's missing every fucking time. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little, a little much. Yes. Yeah, because he, he, sh- he should have been hitting for sure. And when he's got Baracus on the ground, he's doing the bad guy movie thing, where I'm just going to keep talking. I'm not going to shoot you yet. Right. I'm like, well, he, dude, doesn't have, he doesn't have a gun. I'm like, dude, you're like this badass mercenary. Or didn't oh. he get Bradley Cooper in a situation? He got one of them in a situation where he could take him out, but he doesn't. I forget. Oh, that was towards the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the in the uh, container, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, at, at this point, he uh, BA gets a drop on him, and he's got a gun pulled on him. But because he's made the, the whole declaration of "I can't kill anybody," he's uh, he can't pull the trigger. Hannibal shows up, runs over Pike, and um, they get away. So they got they got the plates, they got the Arab, and now they're hanging out at a cabin somewhere by that same lake. It looks like the lake that they la- landed in, or they're by some yeah. body of water, right? Mm-hmm. So they talk to the general. Well, they find out it's the general. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's kind of pissed off about it. Uh, and, th- and then Hannibal goes, I saw your – I was at your tube stowed in, in Arlington. Yeah. I'm like, uh, how? You were arrested immediately after that mission. How the fuck did you go to his funeral? It's uh, Hannibal. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I got you guys there. That is a good point, though. Maybe they weren't officially court-martialed yet. Oh, that's true. But they still got arrested yeah. for doing an illegal mission. Oh shit! What the hell? But don't they have parole? Or don't they have a, a what's it called? Exigent circumstances? No. No. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> if if you are detained, you are allowed to leave for funerals. Yeah. If you're in jail, you can get a pass for for funerals and such. But generally, that's family only. Maybe they were family considering. Hmm. Ooh, interesting. That didn't even occur to me. The timeline is off there. Huh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I like how you caught it, Hollywood, and not Adam. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was too engrossed with everything else. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, he was blinded. Yeah. By the awesomeness of this movie. Yes. 
Okay. Well, anyways. So they find out it's him. Uh, Hannibal gets a recording of him pretty much confessing to everything. They get a call from uh, Jessica Biel. Uh, like, hey, I got the I got this stuff happening. Uh, oh, Pike, he's, he's, he's talking to he's talking to um, Lynch about, hey, I I got this stuff. Uh, just uh, yeah. So you knew it was the Arab was the general? Yeah, I did, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I'm like ah, so just just kill him. Bring me the plates, and you guys are home free and clear. And Hannibal doesn't like that. And uh, he says, we want our deal. Yeah. How much time is it going to take? And they're tracking him. And it says, oh, uh, they already, they, he already called in an airstrike. Yeah. Is, it'll be there in five minutes. He goes, give me about five minutes. Yeah. And Hannibal's like, sure. <laughs> it's very specific time. Yeah. And then a face, uh, he's talking to Hannibal like, could you do that to us? Could you betray us like he did? Like, no, I wouldn't. He's like, yeah, but what happened there? Something happened. You didn't, you didn't see this coming? He's like, no, I didn't see it coming. Wait. I didn't see it coming. Airstrike! Ah! <laughs> they they run away. The whole thing blows up. General's dead. Uh, but they still got the plates. When the plates have melted from the heat, I was thinking about there. that. It's it's it depends. I guess it depends on the rockets that were used, where the plates were exactly. Well, each metal has its own melting point, so there's a possibility they might have survived. Yeah. Well, let's just say the plates are fucked up. Yeah, some of them had to have been fucked up. Yeah, but if you have at least one intact, it's still dangerous. Two. So back in front. Uh, so Lynch, he is a CIA, like he's an actual CIA guy, right? It's unclear. So, so he wants the plates to print his own money. Like, is he secretly like turning against the agency, or uh, what? I, I know that's the thing yeah. I never understood with him. Like, what's going on with him? See, that's the thing about with um, the agencies and stuff like that because they do stuff that the rest of society doesn't really expect them to do. Like, for instance, fund the drug cartel. Without even like, without the rest of the society knowing, I, I think do they stuff do, like that. I think they do want the plates for themselves to print money so that they can fund their own operations. Mm. Okay, uh, maybe this is meant to be uh, to alleviate the, the taxpayers from paying, or I don't know, so they can buy more fancier guns and stuff. Yeah, or maybe it's for a different purpose that's that's actually run down from higher ups too. Yeah. Lynch takes Pike under his custody. That shit was fucking funny. The scene in the car where the, where, where yeah. he, he, one of the nerdy CIA guys has to kill Pike. Yeah, He's like what is that? And he like it's a silencer. No, it's a suppressor. You got you got to turn, turn the counterclockwise when you're turning it in. And Pike's like, can anyone besides this guy yeah. kill me, please? Yeah. Final request. I'll, I'll kill myself. Don't let please. this guy kill yeah. me. <laughs> he goes here. Put the thing flush to my head. Yeah. And pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> and then at this point, we get a call. Now Hannibal and Face are now talking, and now Face has come up with a plan. So the plan is to kind of entrap Lynch, uh, but in order to do that, we need to bring in Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. So Hannibal calls Jessica Biel and lays out, "Hey, I got the I got the general, I got the plates, and I got all these things. Uh, we need to set up a meeting because they know Lynch is going to listen in on the call. That's right. And he does. He freaks out because Lynch thinks they're dead, and he uh-huh. thinks the general's dead. And he thinks the they and, don't have the plates. Yeah, he thinks the plates are still in the in the, in the yard there. Uh, so now he's like, shit, they got everything. We need to retaliate. So he hired, now he hires Pike. Yeah. Oh, fuck, we forgot the whole scene of in the, in the train station with Jessica Biel and Face. Oh, yeah. So, but, so p- part of this plan was, shit, when, when was this? This was before. Yeah. This was before they got the general, even. Before they got the general, Face went to go meet Jessica Biel at the train station, planted the phone on her, told him, we're innocent. Uh, Pike's trying to kill you. Uh, I'll talk to you later. That's basically it. So now, Face calls her on the burner phone that she dropped on him to pretty much clue her in on the deal. Like, so, we told this to to Lynch, so he thinks this. 
Uh, but this is what's really happening. It's basically what's going on. And now we get a whole little montage scene of setting up the final plan. Mm-hmm. Where it's, uh, it's a game of hide the ball under the cup, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a pretty interesting looking plan, the way it's worked out. Except they're going to use container ship to do this. Instead of cups over a ball, it's container ships it's with hide, plates in it. It's a game called Hide the Queen. Hide, ah, there you go. Hide the Queen. No, that's with cards. Same idea. Same game. Okay. Or the shell game. Shell game. Same yep. idea. Yep. So, big plan. We kind of get parts of it as we're, as we're watching. It's like the fir- that mission. Yeah. As the plan's going out. Right. The, uh, as they lay the plan out, the plan is being executed. Right. So, basically, to, to I guess sum it up quickly... It's the whole time they're trying to get BA to like, hey, you got to kill somebody again, all right? Things are going to get weird. You're going to have to kill somebody. He has a good heart to heart with Hannibal, saying, like, Gandhi said this thing about violence and you don't need violence. And then Hannibal gives him another quote saying, like, yeah, but if you have, uh, I think if you have darkness in your heart. If you have violence in your heart to, like, hide it and keep that hidden from the rest of the world is, uh, it's like just as bad. It's just as bad, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, who said that? Same, Same guy. guy. Oh. I need those clippers back. So that's when he, yeah, he gets the <laughs> mohawk back. Yeah. So the whole plan is, is, is going pretty much as planned, basically. Uh, finally, a variable in all these goddamn plans. Yes. <laughs> finally, a, a, a fucking variable. Yeah. Yep. Pike gets a bazooka and fires at the ship. You, um, the way the ship went down, I, I felt like it was being hit by an airstrike. Like, I don't think one rocket would do this much damage where there was like... There's, like, multiple explosions coming up from different ends of the ship. Yeah. I feel like just one rocket would just hit that section and cause it to sink. Yeah. But this ship, it's like it's being imploded from the inside. Yeah, unless they hit the fuel tank somehow. But the the ship was sinking at a very fast pace for what it was. Yeah. For a rocket. They they said he hit the hull. Okay. But still, with an over-the-shoulder rocket, I can't imagine the impact would be that great. The the whole ship would have sank within, within five Ten minutes. Because usually you'd have like, some sort of like um, safety device to come into play for that kind of situation, right? Especially with oil tankers or something like that, they would actually have something to stop it from. Oh, absolutely. Sinking. Especially yes, exactly right. But this isn't an oil tanker. This is like a cargo ship. Mm, true, true, true. So that means that the main majority of it is about buoyancy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So if they actually take out one of those buoyancy <laughs> compartments, then it pretty much goes in or at least topples over in one direction. Yeah. But anyway, the the the, the containers still get put on the on the land which where they're supposed to be. But the rest of the plan kind of goes to shit because the tanker is now sinking. So we think. Uh, Pike gets the drop on face. BA shows up. This is, this is the part mm-hmm. that you were talking about. Where Pike's just. Oh, yeah. Of, he could have killed him, but he won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then here comes BA with his motorcycle and uh, pretty much flies into the air and kills Pike. Mm-hmm. For the second time. What? The flying of the air. Part. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the motorcycle. Yeah, I guess he's good at that. Yeah. Well, he's wheels. He's a wheelsman. All right. Uh, so we get that. Uh, Murdoch's nowhere to be found because he's playing decoy. He's, he's, he's pretty much... He's playing the Arab with a bag over his head. Morganson? Hmm? He's playing the colonel. Yeah. The, no. The general. The general. general the Arab. Morrison. Yeah. Right. Yes. But they're playing the tape. Yeah. Of his confession. Right. Hannibal, don't do this. Hannibal, don't do this. This is being repeated. Uh... So it draws Lynch out to, because everything's going wrong. He took out all the other guys that are there. So Lynch is like, I'll finish this myself. Mm-hmm. He goes down. He finds Hannibal in the container. They have the fist fight. He, Turns out Lynch is actually a good fighter. Yeah. Because he had Muay Thai or something. Whatever he said. He had fighting. Yeah. Uh, 
he shoots he shoots uh, the Arab in the face. Uh, blood splatters everywhere. So he's dead, right? Uh, and then there's still more more exposition, but we're kind of talking about, yeah, I did this, and uh, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to frame him, and everything's going to be great. And then at this point, he's like, yeah, but I forget what he said exactly, but it doesn't matter. The container ship gets lifted up, revealing... Jessica Biel and a bunch of military cops or whatever they are. Yeah. Everyone's there, so we caught him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he gets placed under arrest. Uh, it turns out the Arab was Murdoch with a helmet and like uh, ketchup or something, yep. tomato sauce or something yeah, simulating he's got blood. Ketchup packets surrounding a metal hood that he put over his head, uh-huh. uh, which he's very affected by. <laughs> if you figure it's just like a, you're inside of a giant bell as it's being rung. Mm-hmm. A bullet hits a metal thing, so he's all he's out of it. Like ah, I don't know what's going on. I think I've I think I've gone sane. And uh, he's like, oh, I, should I feel sane. Yeah. How do you feel? Not good. I think I'm sane. <laughs> B.A.'s like, oh, I would have tried a long time ago, fool. <laughs> and um, that's basically it. Well, Almost. We, we have we have a J- little... John Hamm yeah, John makes Hamm. a cameo. He's another agent named Lynch. Right. He flies down and he says, uh, we're, we're taking him under our custody now. And uh, yeah. And then the military still arrests these guys because even though they stopped um, this CIA fucking plan yeah. and they got the plates back, they still escaped from prison, which is still an offense. So they're all going back to prison for that. Yep. Jessica Biel's not happy which, about which this. I actually like that because in movies, this is my big problem with these yeah. movies where it's like, where it's like, oh, you, you, uh, you did a crime. And you blew up half the city, and you but you turned. On, it's like when the, the the one of the bad guys henchmen turns on the bad guy. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I guess we forgive you because you helped us. No, you still fucking go to jail. Right. Like I like this. That, yeah, that, yeah, you're still going to jail. You escaped. Yeah, that was a nice little twist. I was expecting to be like, all right, well, you guys are all reinstated. You guys are awesome. Thanks for uh-huh. saving our lives and saving the plates, and all the and the country owes you a great gratitude, debt of gratitude. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But nope, still going to jail. Jessica Biel's pissed. She goes and uh, she gives his face one final kiss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna make this right. And they get into the, they're all in the same, the back of the, I guess, police paddy wagon. <laughs> that's what it was, paddy wagon. And uh, Hannibal's way too happy while they're talking. Like, oh, I guess we're all screwed. And like, yeah, well, you know, it's like, uh, I hate to take your line, sir. Yeah. And then Bradley Cooper, you see his face. He pulls a key out of his mouth. Love it when the plan comes together. So Jessica Biel gave him that key. Yeah. And then we get the intro to the show. Yep. With the same voice of the same guy. Yeah. Saying they're mercenary. If you can yeah. find them. They're still on the run. They're hunted fugitives. Uh, but wherever they are, if you have a job done and you can find them and you can pay them, they might just, you might just be able to hire them or mm-hmm. something. The A-team. Yeah. Dan and Dan. No, they didn't do that though. They didn't do the music. That was upsetting. Yeah. They, that, that would have been a perfect time to throw mm-hmm. it in there and I would just, ah. Uh, Did you just, my favorite parts were when the original A-Team made those cameos. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. What the? How did I miss that? Where? Why? There, was, there was two of them. Where? I'll read it to you in trivia. Ah! I have it in trivia. I'll read it to you. Okay. Uh, closing thoughts on the A-Team movie? It's just, it's, it's, it's just fun the entire way through. Okay. So much fun. Like, the little, little parts were kind of like, that's too far, but for, for this, for like I, I keep saying, for this crew mm-hmm. and for this movie, you get a pass. All good. 
<laughs> Maestro. I enjoyed the movie, especially when Murdoch was in the screen. Everywhere else, it was a little bit too more over the top for my taste. Uh, as someone who... Hold, hold on. Hold on. The movie was over the top, except for Murdoch scenes. Yes. Because <laughs> if you're going to go crazy, you might as well go all the way. <laughs> all right. So the over-the-top crazy guy was the only part that was not over-the-top for you. Well, have you noticed that every single thing that he's done, besides that, um, that the flying going cold bit, everything he did else made sense. But everything, like for BA's bit, where he flies perfectly at the right time, yeah. how Hannibal miraculously able to kill and be in certain spots at the right time, but every single one of Murdoch's abilities is when he's supposed to show up is just randomly normal. Okay. I, I don't know why I'm surprised by this, but all right. You're saying Hollywood. Uh, someone who, who never really watched the show. Yeah. This movie was entertaining. It's, the, it has the same problem I have with heist movies where we're going to, we're, we're going to plan every intricate step. There's not going to be a variable okay. that we're going to leave to chance. Like chances, no chance does not factor into our plans. I see. Um, I like Jessica Beale. Oh yeah. She was good in this. Mm-hmm. I, the, they have good chemistry. Those four, these four, yeah, have really good chemistry, especially um, Murdoch and Baracus. Okay, I like their their, yeah. their little things. A little back and forth. That was fun. So, yeah, it was, it was a solid action movie. See, this to me is in the category of like the Expendables type movie. Yes, where it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yes, but you know what? That's what you're watching. Yeah, you came to watch this. You're getting what you got. Mm-hmm. That was our opinion of the movie. Like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you guys want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's go with the bad reviews first because the good reviews are too amazing. Okay. <laughs> Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times says – now i got to explain this one after. Okay. How it is interesting to watch a movie in which the quote-unquote action is essentially colorful abstractions. Isn't it more satisfying if you know where everyone is and what they're doing and how they're doing it in real time? Okay. Does this guy have OCD or something? No, this is what he's referring to. Okay, so. This is like the heist planning while it's being pulled off? Here's what he's referring to. Action movies, when we were kids, Mm -hmm. they used to show like, like we used to see Arnold like actually fighting a guy or we would see like stuff blowing up. But the way action movies are filmed now, it's all quick cuts. So you can't like see anything. Everything's like a quick cut. Like like when Pike's fighting Baracus, it's quick cut, quick cut, quick cut. I see. Remember in John Wick when he finally fights the Russian at the end? Yeah. There's no quick cuts. Like you see him actually fighting the Russian. Right. That's how old school action movies used to be. But now because of these shitty superhero movies, everything's a quick cut. Okay. So you can't fucking focus on what's happening. Right. Like in the Avengers, every... You're three seconds with Thor who's fighting an alien. Then it cuts to Iron Man for three seconds. It cuts back like it's jarring. Oh, okay. Like it's like that's what he's referring to. I see. These like quick cuts. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Tom Marstad of the Dallas Morning News says, This team may have given itself an A, but viewers likely won't be so generous. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. I By mean, the way, I found out what A team stands for. It was, the, uh, it, was, it was the alpha unit. Yeah. Or A team. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well. I'm just saying is that last that last bit where he talks about, well, they're not so generous. I mean, they, he doesn't say anything bad about the movie. He just says, like, well, they're not going to well, be so Well, no, generous. this is an excerpt from the review. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to read the whole review to get his thoughts. Oh, okay, These are just okay. excerpts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lou Luminek at the New York Post says, it couldn't have been easy making a movie with less plot, character development, and dramatic credibility <laughs> than an episode of a campy 80s TV series. Oh, okay. That, yeah, his review is irrelevant. And finally, <laughs> Kenneth Turan of the LA Times says... I pity the fool, as oh. TV star Mr. T might say, <laughs> who mistakes this for genuine entertainment. Wow. 
That's rough. And now the good reviews. Ted Fry of the Seattle Times says, Fans of explosions, machine guns, brutal fisticuffs, and elaborate set pieces that fuse digital effects with impressive practical stunts will get their fill as the A-Team, class of 2010, accomplishes its mission, and exactly according to plan. That sounds right. That, that almost seems condescending, though, the way that was written. <laughs> Uh, Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle says, The characters are without interest. Their problems are not, are, are not our problems, but the sheer motion, the spectacle, and the flashes of wit take the A-team out of the realm of garbage. It's pure fun. Okay. Like what you said, it's just yeah, yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. Uh, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, The Hollywood suits figure you'll overlook a movie's faults as long as the action has juice. Isn't it great when a plan comes together? <laughs> <laughs> goes back to what you said. Yeah. We're like, yeah, they'll overlook the the tank f- fucking flying through the air. Right. <laughs> Finally, Billy Goody Kuntz of the Arizona Republic says, it's tempting to say that you're better off not thinking about the plot and how tenuously it all holds together. The truth is you're better off not thinking at all. Oh, well, come on. That sounded, that was backhanded. And now the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you guys want to guess first, the critics or the audience? Ooh, it's critics first. Okay. Uh, Well, based on those reviews, uh, and even the positive ones seeming not so positive. The positive ones are just like, yeah, this movie's dumb, but you'll... Just turn your brain yeah, off. Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's giving me reconsideration here. Room for pause? Yeah, it's giving me it's giving me pause. I'll say the critics gave it a fifty five. Okay. Why do you always choose my numbers? Um sixty seven. Forty seven percent. It is rotten. Yeah. And now the audience. I can't in, unless you're expecting like a, a like a diehard type of movie. You cannot dislike this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's just it's just all around fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's a trip. It's you're on a journey. Audience, I, would, I think would have to pick up on this. Seventy-two. Okay. I still go. I go sixty-seven. Sixty-six percent. Oh, so it's fresh, fresh in the eyes of the audience. Good, good, good. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of our movies. And yeah. Since we all like him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? He could have been Lynch. Yeah, Lynch would have been a good one. Which Lynch, though? Not John Hamm. Really? You couldn't no. picture him just coming out of the chopper? Or... No. No. They're like, don't worry, we got him. He's, he, he, that that Lynch is, is far too serious. Okay. Uh, whereas the other Lynch was a lot more jokey and uh, well-rounded that way. Yeah, I think Lynch, Lynch is the best one. Okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. When Hannibal and Baracus meet, it is said that Hannibal is a colonel from 4th Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment. In reality, the 4th Ranger Battalion was disbanded in 1945 after suffering extremely heavy casualties in the Battle of Cisterna and no longer existed in 2002 when this scene takes place. Oh. The two two of the original A-team members make appearances in the movie. At Pensacola Prison, Face gets tips from fellow inmate Milt, played by Dirk Benedict, the original Face. And at Frankfurt Prison, Murdoch is analyzed by a German doctor, played by Dwight Schultz, the original Murdoch. Oh, what? Well, that's nice. Is he like crazy? 
crazy where he does weird face facial expressions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch right now. Yeah, Mr. T right now. was approached to make his own cameo but declined, saying that he was so devoted to B.A. Brackus that if he did not play him again, there was no point in making the cameo. George Peppard, who played the original Hannibal, could not make the cameo because he died in 1994. Oh, that's too bad. And finally, B.A. Baracus bears the tattoos pity and full on his knuckles as a tribute to Mr. T's catchphrase from Rocky Three. I pity the fool. Right. Contrary to popular belief, Mr. T never actually utters the phrase, I pity the fool on the A-team. Is that right? Wow. It's from Rocky Three. Why does that... Or just him. He also does that, like, outside... Okay. Like, when he's being interviewed and stuff. That's where I have it from then. Yeah. Because I I never really watched him in wrestling, but I know pity the fool is from him, so that... Yeah. So he never actually says it in the show. Okay. So it's just part of the, like, he infiltrated pop culture with that. Yes. Uh, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film under perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for the A team, $110 million. Wow. How much do you think it grossed worldwide? This is going to be one of those ones that doesn't do very well overseas because this is like, this is an American TV show. So we're going to have to count on the US. And there wasn't a sequel. No. Well, yeah, they didn't leave it open for a sequel, which I kind of like. Although I, I would like to see these guys do more things. <laughs> Crap. Three hundred. Three hundred million. I go for two twenty-five. In the U.S., this grossed seventy-seven point two. Oh no! <laughs> Overseas, it grossed a hundred million, bringing its total oh. gross to one hundred seventy-seven point two million dollars. Ouch! Better overseas than here. That's weird. That doesn't make sense to me. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of June 11, 2010, with $25.6 million. Number one that week was the Karate Kid remake. Oh, no. Jaden Smith? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That hurts. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 33rd highest grossing film in the category TV adaptation live action. Hmm. What could be first? Number one. Mission Impossible. Is Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams remake, the first one. one. Yep. Okay. Good call. And finally, The 18 was the 44th highest grossing film of 2010. Number one that year was Toy Story 3. Wow. The third one. Mm -hmm. Number one of the year. That's weird. Yeah. That that was the least good. Toy Story 3? Out of the Toy Stories. Really? I thought Toy Story 2 was the least. That's just my opinion. Oh, okay. Mm, that's, That's a close one. Okay, I think you're right. The A Team is available on Amazon. Adam. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through Toy Story in my head now. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're gonna go to Amazon, <laughs> go to our website first. Click on the banner. You'll take it to Amazon and do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. So go buy A Team things. You can buy the DVD sets. Yeah, get get one of those truck uh, those uh, vinyl decals for your van. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's 2010's, 2010's The A-Team, directed by Joe Carnahan. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch before any other requests. Next week... We're watching a movie that Adam is requesting again. <laughs> kind of. 
Yeah, it's on our list. Yeah, under you. Yeah, for requested. I, I put it in a long time ago. I just now is a good time to throw it in there because uh, to coincide with the release of the latest installment of the King Kong World, uh, what was it Kong Skull, Skull Island? Island? Yeah. Well, in that movie is Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson fighting against an animal. So, what other thing? That, oh, maybe we should have snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No. Have it. you ever seen that? Well, no. it's singular, not plural. I never saw it. Oh, man. It's almost like Sharknado, like in ridiculousness, but th- it's better than Sharknado. Okay. Well, it's not that one. Samuel Jackson faces off against a different animal. Uh, uh, top of the food chain. In well, the, the ocean. Okay. <laughs> Deep blue sea. Well, that's... Uh, also- Shark ate me! <laughs> well, there's also another concern about that. I mean, some people say it's to kill a whale. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. So check out Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, from 1999. Mm-hmm. Ladies love cool Deep James. Blue Sea. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies love Cool James, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Who else is in it? Ridiculous. Uh, a bunch of people. A bunch of 90s people yeah. are in there. <laughs> so check out Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that movie Probably since 1999. Like, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I just remember that he gets eaten by a shark. Yep. Yeah. That's all I remember. Well, I can tell you pretty much the whole movie right now if you want. L. Cool James is a cook, I believe. He's a chef on the ship. Okay. That's his role. Uh, sharks swim backwards. Okay. And, and they're super smart. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're breeding them to be smart, right? Yeah. So yeah. they can get rid of get brain cancer skills. Oh, so that's right. That's what it was. I'm sure I'll bring this up next week. Yeah. Um, I've always wondered this. Even when I saw this back then, why would you have... Your facility in the middle of the ocean. Why don't you just have this facility in like the Nevada desert? Yeah, and just keep the sharks in like a big pool. I'm Probably sure because they kept on dying. But I'm sure we'll bring that up. I feel like it's going to be explained. They have to have an explanation okay. for that. Okay. They, 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 God damn it! They better have an explanation <laughs> for that. And if they don't, I'm going to be like, yeah, <laughs> just throw them in a in yeah. a fucking Nevada desert. True. That's like saying, hey, we're working on these killer uh, bees. But it's in a wide open field. Right. <laughs> Plenty of flowers and potential hiding spots. Yeah. So check out Deep Blue Sea. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam.